Welcome to the Vet Church Podcast. Vet Church interviews are authentic, sacred, and inspirational. Vet Church is open to anyone who appreciates the sacrifice made by the women and men who put on a uniform and served this great nation. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retiredarmychaplain.com. Hey, Vet Church, how y'all doing? <laughs> hey, I got my hat too, man. Let me see my hat. I'm sitting here with Andrew Deeds. He's got his Vet Church t-shirt on. <laughs> I do. And I've got my Vet Church hat. <laughs> okay, so uh, Andrew, you were in Fox Foxtrot Company. Yep. Da, da, da. yep. 201st BSB. Um, and were you an 88 Mike? Yes. Okay. Meaning he was a truck driver, folks. And uh, we're, dangerous over there. we're coming at you live from Bryan, Ohio. Um, and you've been out for a couple of years. Yep. Eight years. What have you been doing? Salesman. Industrial salesman. You, it, it, it. Sounds cool. <laughs> oh, but it, uh, you're not just any salesman, man. You told me about it a little bit. No, I enjoy it. It's industrial sales. I mean, anything that any, any kind of industry that's around this area can use, you know, stuff changes day to day. You know, it's awesome. I like it, it. It sounded like it was high. It's got some pace to it. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a little bit of excitement, and there's something to do. Yep. I love that. Yep. Um, there's always something to do. So, um, and, and you've got, we've got kids here. <laughs> yeah, we do. You've got, uh, how many kids? Three of them. One of them just walked right in front of the camera. <laughs> good times, good times. No, no, that's, that's good times. So, you've been married for how many years? I've been married for going on 14. 14 years. Yep. And three children. Yep. And how, what's the ages? Um, my youngest is nine. My middle child, Tyler, he is 11. My oldest is 13. Cool. Do it now. So they, did they remember when you were wearing a uniform? Yeah. Uh, my youngest, not really, Tyler. Yeah. A little bit. Most of that's from when I got out of active and went into the guard for a while. Um, but my oldest does, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So in the background, folks, you might hear Kate talking, my wife, and <laughs> Angie, your wife. Yep. And um, and we've been married 20 years, and y'all been married 14, mm -hmm. and, uh, and all the craziness that can go with a marriage. And um, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after that tour, you guys were hit a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you get out when you got out? Do you have night sweats? Do you have any of that stuff? I mean, because... Uh, she says I did. She said that, you know, I'd stop breathing and stuff while I was sleeping. I mean, it's not really anything that I personally, like, recognize myself. But I guess other people around me said they noticed, you know, things. Has that, has that gone away a bit, or...? still I, I would say yeah I would say for me personally I think it has do you remember you know that burn pit out there behind yes the breathing ride? issues yeah for sure I, I do blame that a lot on that burn pit because that was right in my motor pool I was standing in it every time I was standing there with you oh yeah oh, remember yeah. those little headlights we'd use oh yeah and I've, I've tried to explain to Kate and others but we would turn those on I would describe it like it was snow falling mm-hmm ashes and stuff and we're breathing it oh yeah so good for you 
Oh yeah, and they were burning all kinds of goodies in there too. Anything. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I see them throw brand new computers in there one day and burn them because they had the wrong programs on them. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and it's um, so what, so you struggled a little bit with that. Oh yeah. Some of that's gone away. You still have some of it. I'd say, yeah, a little bit. Um, I definitely have a lot, a lot of friends that have some issues with it a lot more than I do. But do you go? Do you go to the VA for anything? Yes, I do. So my my knees and my shoulders. Most of that's just from, you know, the daily up and down, jumping off the trucks with the ammo and, yeah. you know, just trying to be He-Man and uh, doing PT and stuff, doing stuff I probably shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> so how many years did you do? Total, uh, seven, counting the guard. Okay. But active duty, I did four. Seven years, man. It's, a, that, it's at that stage where you're either like, well, if I stay in it was one actually more time, six and some change, but yeah. That's, that's a good bit. Yeah. Do, yeah. um. Not as much as I wanted to do. I, I wanted to do a whole uh, career out of it, 20, but, you know, I don't take it back. You know, it's definitely left some good memories, some bad memories, but. But overall, I'd do it again if I had the opportunity to do it, I think. Now, you, you talked about good and bad memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things that it's it's wild for us is that it's real easy for veterans to talk about bad memories. Oh, yeah. What were the good memories? Oh, just, you know, hanging out with friends, you know. I mean, I made friends from every state, probably across the United States, and I don't know, just... They're more than just friends, too. A lot of them I consider, you know, brothers and sisters, you know. Yeah. It's who I was around, just like family every day, so. You know, to me, to me, I miss that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, that's one of the things that's got us That's the That's the main thing I miss about being in the Army is just, you know, a lot of the people that I met and kind of don't really get to talk to them, you know, on Facebook every once in a while, you know, it's high, but it's. That's just not the same as it was before, you know. But well, and it's it can't be. You've got oh yeah responsibilities with oh, yeah, children. For sure. You've got a house, you and your wife. Yep. And they have the most of them have the same thing, so it's not like yeah, yeah. One of us can just oh, I think I'm gonna quit my job because I want to go see a friend today, you know, or something. But yeah. Did you want to say something? Okay. Just wanna... <laughs> the um, it, it's always like uh, it, you know, it, it struck me when I they retired me medically. Yeah. And I got out, mm-hmm. and I was forty something years old. All my friends were working. Yeah. All of them had jobs. All of them had kids. It wasn't like everybody's hanging out and and talking. And it's as we travel around the country doing this, we, mm-hmm. we find out that like, man, you you got to get out there and hustle. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So this job you got. Do you do? Do you have to like do cold calls, or do you, I mean, do you go to places? Honestly, I do. I, I go to plant tours, you know, to see what my customers are doing, see their operations. I go to training all the time. I mean, because the industry I'm in is always changing. There's always stuff new to learn or different procedures, whether it has to do with you know product that I'm selling or just internal stuff. But uh, uh, most of my product sells itself because. Everybody's got machines. Everybody's got stuff that's going to break down 
you know, some they time or another. So, <laughs> you know, they, they need somebody to go to, and I'm that person. So, it's, you know, we were, it's a lot of job security. We so. were driving in here. We saw lots and lots of farms and stuff. Are you selling that kind of stuff? Yeah, we do have a counter. I, I don't, I do deal with that, but mostly that's our warehouse guy. But, yeah, we, we do sell to a lot of farmers and stuff, too. So, I think we saw, were they pumpkins? They're as big as this couch. Oh, I bet, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's a normal thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we used to, I remember back in school growing up, we used to take field trips out to some of the local pumpkin patches and stuff, and there were some monsters that probably would take a tractor to lift some of them up. We turned yeah. around and drove back by because I was like, I couldn't get that in the bed, bed of my oh, 71 yeah. if I tried. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was monstrous. Yep. So it, it, it amazed me, too, that... I mean, how beautiful it is up here. Yeah, yeah. Definitely is. It's a little flat, but <laughs> in the summertime, it's nice. In the wintertime, it's kind of, I don't know. I'm not much of a winter person anymore, but <laughs> it's its flat. There's no greenery, and I feel like I'm stuck in the house in the wintertime because I, besides not liking cold, I, you know, I like the fish. I don't like the ice fish, so. <laughs> um, you but, fly fish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? I haven't been fly fishing in a long time. I would love to go, though. So, so one of your guys, Ricky Shaft, mm-hmm. we were talking about him earlier. Yeah. When I went out, because I've, I've seen him two summers in a row now, and he did a vet church interview. on here. Um, he told me they had the best trout fishing, some of the best trout fishing in the world up there by where he's at. All right. I might have to make a trip over to Idaho. <laughs> he's on? Hey, Ricky, how you doing? What's up, Ricky? Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh... Maybe we should all go together because he told oh, yeah. me next time I'm there, yeah. I have to go fly fishing with him. Oh yeah! So I would love to. So next summer, I'm, I'm really wanting. To, that would be cool. You can bring your boys. Oh yeah! Do the whole trip. Oh yeah! You fish? You're not. I love fishing. Do you really? <laughs> I'm mad at him. He hasn't taken me yet. <laughs> so we all ought to all go to Idaho mm-hmm. and go fishing with Ricky Schaff. There we go. He said. He said it's world class. And I've, I, you know, you get on the Netflix and there's a couple of these documentaries with him. Out in Idaho, huh? Yeah, they're not. They're near where he lives. I believe I just, it. You got to go quite up up into Michigan around here, I think, to do any good yeah. fly fishing. Yeah. Well, he said we can go. We can rent all this stuff if we need to. Isn't that right, Ricky? I don't know if he's gonna say anything, but <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 been like, let's come on here and <laughs> like, okay, Next sounds time. like a plan. So we, okay, so you guys, do you have like snowmobiles and stuff? I got a motorcycle. I told you I'm a summer guy anymore. Yeah? Yeah, I just, I kind of... What kind of bike you got? Uh, right now, it's a V-Star. One of these days when I'm rich, I'll get me a nice Harley. <laughs> you had, yeah. had go-karts last summer. Yeah, I had a couple go-karts last summer. I got rid of them. They were like little mini fun. sand rails. Were they fun? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was living out in the country and here in town. Really oh, so y'all just moved into town? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Beginning of the year. I knew you said this, you just bought mm-hmm. the house. It's nice because I like living in town now because before I was dumping like four, four or five hours plus just mowing my yard. I had about five, six acres to mow on a 42-inch cut. Don't you miss the pond, Yeah, I do miss the pond and stuff, but hey, my grandma's got a pond. We can always go out there. We let her mow that yard. So so you got, did you both grow up here? Yeah, Yeah, we're both from Bryan originally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'll tell you what. Ricky said hey. You did? Good times. <laughs> hey, Ricky. So, uh, so you've been watching all this stuff. Yeah. 
you've went through a few things yourself in life. Yep. Why did you ask me to come up here and talk to you? Because uh, I think you're, you know, doing a good thing, you know, letting, uh, you know, the veterans and stuff see what you're doing and give them opportunities to possibly help somebody else out. Or, you know, if tomorrow I run into somebody I was in the service with and was going through a hard time, you know, I can, you know, tell them, you know, all the things that I've learned and stuff. You know, it's something to pass on to somebody else, is I think the good thing is about it. When you were going through a hard time, didn't this help you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yep. Did it help you as a spouse? I mean, you were there. Not to mention I get to see other people that I was in the service with right. and stuff yeah. on your website, you know, well, Mr. Ricky Schaff. And he had a really else. rough couple months. And now he's, it's, things are getting better, but I think when he asked you to come up here, it was during that time he was having a really hard time. Mm-hmm. And from what he's told me, watching what you were doing and communicating and that helped him a lot. Do you, what would you tell anybody, or can you talk about that? Uh, I mean, I can. It's, uh, I mean, I was going through a rough time, you know, not only with our split up because of another relationship I actually got into in the time, but, you know, I kind of turned over to, to God a lot and, and, you know, it helped me out. And this was part of that between this and going to church and, Trying to get my whole family involved in the stuff like that. So, so if you were like, say, another person called you and say, "Man, mm-hmm. I'm," you know, in twenty years of marriage here, right? And you were fourteen, mm-hmm. and like we we were talking earlier, and we just didn't do it like you did. But we've had some moments, right? It was it wasn't the same because mm-hmm. nobody, no two. I don't think any of us were the same, and 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 this idea that like, oh, everything's nice and neat. Sorry about this young man, but that's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. you have to be real about the fact that like it's not easy to stay married. No. You made a choice and then it's like, hang on a second, we're in a different direction. We're different than we want to be. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to go back and, and do some more stuff. Yep. I mean, does it take a lot of courage even to talk about that? Oh yeah, for sure. My uh, my breakup with her has probably been one of the hardest things I've been through in my life. Period. Even but, over. But you didn't get divorced. You, just, you just no, no, just the just the whole split up and everything. I mean, we're like that close from divorce. It was literally a a trip up to the courthouse is all we had left. So, I mean, some paperwork on her end, but yeah. yeah. And and you know, I thought it interesting, Angie, that you said we didn't stay together for the kids. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> That's that's really cool. Right. I mean, I think this idea of, of true love and not wasting your life, because y- you can have physical contact relationship with anybody. Mm-hmm. We've we've seen that on the web, the world of the <laughs> web. But right. you can't you can't replace time invested in another person. Yeah. And and I think that's. Mm-hmm. That's what you were talking about, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. We both dated other people. Like, we were both in serious relationships with other people. And, like, I, you know, I oh, I still loved him, you know. And I, the guy I was dating, I told him that. You know, he understood that that's still my husband. 
Which is, it, it is so weird that we live in a society where this isn't just your story. Like, our story isn't just our story. Your story isn't just your... We're, and I think that's what you said to me. It's like, excellent when I said, do you want to talk about that? And you're like, if it helps people. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think that's the thing, that when you realize you're not alone, that you're not the only people going through things, that you realize... Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna change this story right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can because they changed it. Other people changed. You don't have to. Absolutely. It's because love. I can't. I think it begins with loving yourself. Yep. It does. I mean, there's there's so many people that are like, well, I I don't love this or I don't love that or I don't know how to love. What do you do about loving yourself? You know, um, how do you... I think these are good questions, not always answered quickly, but how do you love yourself? Why do you love yourself? You know, it's like I'm on the way here. I I had to change times three times because, I mean, deep inside, I just wanted to go. But I've got a wife. I've got dogs out in the minivan. And and the day before, we slept three hours. (laughs) And it was like, you need to stop. You need to slow down. You need to love yep. yourself enough to have that second cup of coffee, which is the last time I emailed you before I got up here. I was like, I'm I think I had four cups this morning. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you did good today. You've taken a day off. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I think that's awesome, man. Um, this whole, let's talk about this thing about God for a second. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a bandage that, you know, like, I go in there for the vitamin D injections, mm-hmm. and they put a Band-Aid on my skin afterwards with a needle in it so I don't bleed. Mm-hmm. Going and having a relationship with God, it's not about how you dress up or where you go to church or anything. Uh, it's not about the things you got, personal no. things. It's something that, you know, if you even want that and you need to, need to work at it every day. You know, I'm not saying that I'm perfect or anything like that because... If I'm like on a scale of zero to ten, being a Christian, I'm at like negative one hundred, but I'm trying and I'm working there. So, <laughs> you know, I, know I, I yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a, a work in progress. So, well, and you know, and like, I mean, you know, I I, I loved going over there and being your chaplain at Afghanistan mm-hmm. because yep. because Alpha and Foxtrot would go out the wire. Three times a two, three times a week, and, and Foxtrot was going out three, where Alpha more. sometimes was going out one and two, mm-hmm. and then sometimes Alpha would go out once, and you guys would go out four, and then sometimes they would go out three times, and you all would go out once. But it was, right. it was like you all were down there in the motor pool. There was this whole group of people that were constantly their lives were in danger, mm-hmm. and um, and, and I'm talking real danger from IEDs, those mountains, like. Did you ever see? Do you have any of those videos? That yeah, they made? I actually got a hard drive. I got to get repaired. It's got a lot of them on it, but yeah, I got my own set of videos. But yeah, those would be. I'd yeah. love to see them sometime. Yep. I mean, I don't know what can be shown. You know that kind of thing. Right. But, uh, the the idea of like for the American population, mm-hmm. you know, you, you see this Hollywood stuff, and you're thinking they're acting it out, and some of it they are. But you guys were literally driving a truck like. You had a little truck and it was moving here. Somebody was like up here shooting at you, and then here was a drop off mm-hmm. 
of hundreds of hundreds. <laughs> like all you had to do was like that, and you were gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, what What was the lady? I think Crystal Hopkins. You remember her? That name sounds familiar. Hopkins. Uh, it was at Hopkins. Crystal. She she did a vet church interview. She was one of the drivers. Oh, okay. In Fox yeah. She was another eighty-eight million. Hopkins. She was in Fox. I think so. Oh, she might have been an Alpha. I don't think she was in Fox. Oh, maybe she's an Alpha. Yeah, I think so. I messed it all up. <laughs> but she. Uh, well, yeah, there you go. You're dealing with me. But uh, she um she talked about like one. I, it was either her or somebody else. A wheel went off the road. Like the road caved in a little bit. Uh huh. And they had to pull the truck back from the, like it went off the road. You know? Wow! No, she was she was like off a drop off. off or yeah, something? yeah, like oh, off wow. one of those cliffs, you know. And <laughs> and and you know, Angie, you were saying like, what? You didn't write home about that. Nobody. We were we were like, you can't tell that because. Oh yeah, I know because I drove the big truck with the ammo on it, and every there was like two of the turns I remember on the way up to was it Blessing I think, you know you couldn't really make that turn in one turn. You know, pull up. I, I remember I always bonked my mirror right on the on the wall on purpose to know where I was at. I'd have to back up and do like a three-point turn to just make it around the corner every time. Good. And it was a sheer drop-off right yeah. there, too, yeah. Did, okay, so coming back, do, like when you guys drive somewhere, mm-hmm. do you drive? Oh, yeah. yeah, I always drive. You just, yeah. I, I don't, I'm the same way, like, hey, majority drives, yeah. 90% of the time, I don't, I don't trust other people when they're driving. I don't trust anybody but him either. I think, I don't know if it's like uh, that I thing don't. or if it's like just a male thing, I don't know, I just, well, I, I think know. it has, like, I don't know any veterans with it much of a different story, right? I get car sick too, so there's that, because I'm usually with my face in a bag. Really? Oh yeah. Oh boy, that's not, <laughs> That yeah. wasn't fun on our way back from Texas. Well, maybe it'd be... Maybe you guys get this real cool RV. And you I could, get sick you, of them too. Do you really? Oh, yeah. At least there's a bathroom. At least that's like. <laughs> we, Some am, ambient and drama and I'm good to go. Well, we, t- we talked about like at one point getting an RV and doing what yeah. we're doing. And it's like the great part of that is like you can get it and go get a. Yep. You can go get a cup of coffee and sit in the back or whatever. But, right. Well, we got, I don't know if you saw it, but there's a bucket with one of those lids on it. <laughs> the Portaloo. Right, right. <laughs> Sold at Walmart, 12 <laughs> Right. I don't mean it. It's better than Gatorade bottle that I have. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, remember, I remember I came back to the for one time, so it's like, I, I don't know, they're, they're, I, they're putting boxes of stuff in the home, and I was like, I'll help you carry them over. You want to take the stuff out? And they're like, oh, no, no. We'll use the box later. Don't take it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nothing goes to waste here. <laughs> yep. So, um, so the two boys and a girl. Mm-hmm. Wood, and they're, they play sports, all that stuff. Uh, they want to get back into it this year. I think what Tyler said, you want to do wrestling or something. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then he wants to do baseball again. Yeah, Caleb said something about doing football. Then I don't know if he wants to still do it or not. He's over there shaking his head yes. So. Yeah. Do yeah. you find it rewarding doing that? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I just, my, my thing is, is I, I just hope somehow, some way I can make time to be there for it. Cause like I, I do, I take pride in being able to be there cause they all were in, you know, baseball and stuff. And 
back then it worked out pretty good where I got off work and I could go straight there and I'd see more, over half their games. So, yeah. As long well, as it works out like that again here, then I think we'll be okay. I, I asked you because... And, and I know you got a motorcycle. And mm-hmm. One of the things Kate asked me one day, she said, what do you miss most? And I miss most the idea that I could go get on a helicopter <laughs> at some point there was going to be I was going to get on a black hawk mm-hmm. at some point I mean I just knew like right. even even when I got stuck in medcom for a minute or two working at Walter Reed not really stuck but you know that was my assignment right. I knew I would get back to the infantry at some point and I would be around folks and mm-hmm. there would be a need to get on a helicopter because I loved <laughs> it I loved that adrenaline rush Right. I loved like I was part of something huge and now I've had to replace it and I have replaced it you know I play guitar Sometimes it scares me so bad I can throw it before the, <laughs> you know, like even before this, man, I was like, hey, I got to use your bathroom, you know, like, right. you know, I, because of it, anxiety and adrenaline and all that, like, you know, mm-hmm. it kicks in and, uh, and then how do you find fun? How do you find happiness? And I ask, because what I've noticed is most parents, you'll, you find real happiness in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I sure do. I like I like taking them all on motorcycle rides too. I I enjoy it. The kids do too. Yeah. And they bug me every time I get on them. Like well, I want to take your mom on a ride this time. They're like, no, we want to go. But I can't get him on it yet. But I don't know. He, he just he doesn't like it. But the other two do. But that's giving you something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you have to work at like finding things to replace that? After you came back. The adrenaline. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Was it easy? No. Nope. So what would you say to somebody that's just getting out? Uh, or has been out for like, you know, six and learning some more. Like, like, Chad McCary, who we did a vet church interview with two uh, days ago. He, um, out there at Fort Campbell, he said, you know, he's only been out not quite two years. Mm-hmm. And in my first, what, five years, Kate? We're a little bit of a wreck. Now, part of that's because I was on a lot of medication. Right. Um, like, say that again? Are you talking about how long it took you to transition? Yeah. Out like, of the Army? You've been out five. Been out five now. It took you about two and a half to three years to kind of start coming out of it. So what would you say to someone in this first two and a half to three years? I mean, it's definitely a lot different. It does take a while to get used to it. I mean, there's still parts of it I'm not used to. <laughs> you know, I've been out for about eight years now, and, you know, it's I still miss it every once in a while, you know, certain parts of it and whatnot, but um, it's, it's definitely a big change. Um, I mean, as far as, you know, trying to, <laughs> I guess, compensate for adrenaline rushes and stuff, I mean, just find hobbies, things you like to do. But you gotta do something. Oh yeah, yeah. You just can't keep sitting there because you'll you'll definitely drive yourself crazy. I know I would. Well, I I think that was like part of the problems Uh I was having was because the drugs I was on. Right. You know, they give you this medication; it slows everything down. It's supposed Mm -hmm. to help you think. Right. Well, what it does after a while, you quit thinking, and then you're not doing anything. Right. And and you went to work. See. Get out in ten. You pretty much went to work right away with this company. Pretty much, I took on another job, a couple jobs that uh, 
after, right afterwards, but I didn't stay there long. I pretty much went straight to straight to this job. Been there ever since. Why now? Why didn't you become a truck driver? Um, <laughs> that part of it, I kind of got burnt out on the service end on, and you know, I never really, I never really joined the army to, to expect to get out and become a truck driver. Honestly, I joined the army to begin with because of you know places were shutting down at the time and I had one kid one on the way and I'm like I can't keep trying to find new jobs because this one doesn't want to stay open or you know plus they weren't paying that that well I wanted something more stable and you know I I knew that the military was definitely a stable job so oh yeah and uh it's, it's you know fun. I I gained a lot more than I ever went in for out of it but but uh, that was basically my kids were my motivation to, to join. So now, kids in my family. When you, when you got out, mm-hmm. see, you weren't medically retired. No. And, yeah. now, but your shoulder. Yeah, my my uh, sh- actually both shoulders gave me problems, but my right shoulder and my knees were pretty bad on the run. So I mean, I was going from you know doing pretty decent on my PT test to. You know, I I couldn't even do t- twenty five push ups by the time I got out. And how much were so, you doing before that? Uh, fifties probably, fifty something. Your range yeah, of motion. Yeah. I mean, well, it was just hurting. It was hurting so bad that I I just couldn't do it. Um, I think that's one thing that maybe America doesn't understand is that every soldier, every soldier, male, female. Oh yeah. Um, big, little, mm-hmm. little overweight, a little underweight, all of them, mm-hmm. regardless of age, are athletes. <laughs> yep. Yep. You get the sportsman injuries out of them, too. How are your knees? Mm, they suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I've had yep. the ACL both redone. Yeah, I haven't I had any surgeries, but... Uh, they're they're definitely pretty bad. My my legs in general give me a lot of problems. I have hard time sleeping most nights because of my knees and my legs. So they ache. Oh yeah, really bad. What do you do for it? A lot of times I stretch. Um, I was when I first got out. The VA had me on Vicodin forever, and they started to not work anymore. So I said I went off of them because I didn't want to have that addiction to oh, could you, opiates. You just so. get you addicted. Oh, eventually. I know. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I got off of that, and uh, I don't know. I just kind of, I kind of just uh, learned how to cope with it and just deal with it. Uh, I mean, stretching and stuff definitely helped, especially when the when the pain comes on at nighttime. Sometimes I'll have Angie, my wife, help me stretch and stuff, and you know, sometimes that helps out a lot. A lot of mine uh, feels like it's some kind of muscle disorder or something in my leg, but yeah, Charlie horses real bad in my in my legs at nighttime and stuff, so. Have you tried like acupuncture or anything? No, I have not tried any of that yet. Well, I, I've had physical therapy on it though, yeah. and then none of that really seemed to help. I don't. The stretching does help. The stretching. Kate would come in and put ice on my legs mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, let's talk about uh, medical marijuana. Is that in this state? Uh, I think that they did in Ohio. Um, it's something kind of new in Ohio, though. Um, I know Michigan has it. Yeah, it's, you know, Michigan's 
30, 40 minutes from here, so it's not very far. You know, it's, it's, it's not the total answer because you still have to have a job. Oh yeah, and you still need to drive places. Mm-hmm. And you can't do, no. you know. So I do agree. I do agree with it. Like I, you know, me and you kind of was talking about it earlier. I've seen people that have, uh, you know, pain disorders, disorders where, you know, they have seizures, where people don't eat. I, I've, I've, you know, looked into this stuff on the medical side, and I've seen where it actually helps people. So, you know, I definitely think that uh, I'm, I'm definitely on on the pro side to it. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, maybe as you get, as you retire from your job, I mean, mm-hmm. you get a lot. Right. I mean, well, how old are you? 30? 36. 36. 36 today. <laughs> yep. This is the first birthday interview in Venture. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Which I thought was pretty neat. I mean, I you know, I felt like I was kind of invading a little bit. I tried no. to get here earlier, but. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't do a whole lot on my birthdays anymore. It's what? almost another day to me. People well, coming later. Yeah, I got some friends coming over later. Okay, on, good. But did you do the cake? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Well, she I made, made it. it. Yeah. Yeah, and she made a cake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so like I when I when you said that, well, that's just another day. I was like, yeah, kids in the room. I was like, yeah, that <laughs> because I thought to myself, it's not just another day. This is the day you're born. You know, and we. When we're their age, it's like let's have a party. Right, exactly. Y'all bring me presents. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. And and somehow we miss the fact that when we're older, our lives are sacred and special, and our oh, yeah. stories are sacred. You know, and, and there's holiness in that. And mm-hmm. it's like when when you mentioned to me doing a vet church interview, and and that you were watching, and that like Ricky's watching, and other people are watching. How many people we got on there now? Twenty. Like, I don't know. Kate keeps a little list. Several have been on. And so you see that, and it's it's like it's worth celebrating the fact that we have birthdays. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Right. I think sometimes we lose the innocence that we had when we were children, and when we start losing the innocence, we start struggling to have fun. Hmm. You know, and, and we. You know. Sometimes fun's just relaxing though when you're a busy guy. Though. <laughs> oh, that, no, it really is true. It really is true. Man. Like you got this great chair over here. Oh yeah, that chair is amazing. It's comfortable too. Man, I'm a little. Um, <laughs> it's <is> pretty nice. <laughs> well, you know, um, so I, I'm getting all geared up. You know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to do 300 interviews, 400 interviews this year. What I, I originally thought I'd do 400. I'm playing all these music shows. I'm t- talking to these churches. And, and the like, the people in the circle came to me and were like, "Hey, you know, what I mean, that circle of friends where you have that that close circle, the people that you trust when you got a problem." And there's usually only a couple in a person's life, right? But they know who you are. They know what's going on. And all of those folks were like, "Matt, you're being crazy. Do 20 vet church interviews." if that's all you can do and do with the people who want to talk about their lives mm-hmm. but relax right like you said just sit and watch some television mm-hmm. and, and um, we're, we're you know headed up to Michigan tonight and gonna sit in the cabin for you know <laughs> up at our aunt's place and just and just relax and, and, and it's kind of weird because like I'm really looking forward to that Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, just kind of relaxing and um, 
it's it's not easy to do. Right. Yeah, it's uh, pretty nice outside. I mean, minus the cloudy weather, but oh, it's. I mean, it's it was really warm last week. I mean, for September, you know, yeah. it was eighties, nineties, humid. It was pretty miserable, actually. That's like Florida, man. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah. We were just talking how beautiful it was up here. Right, right. It's actually a little chilly. Yeah. Hey, so we came through a place called Hicksville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> you like Matt. Hicksville. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a picture. Yep. It's a real place, isn't it? it yes, is, it is. Yeah. I wanted y'all to verify that because we were going to. I was going to post My a picture, but I don't have one. <laughs> really? <Yep>. Hicksville. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh,. Let me think. Let me think of. Maybe in the future. Mm-hmm. After you and I and our, and our children are gone, maybe their children are watching some of these videos. Oh yeah. What can you say about war? If you were to say something to let them know, what would you say to the nation that might be quick to go to war? Uh war in general that's uh something that i would personally try to stay away from but um and a lot of the stuff you see isn't you know necessarily how the media plays it out um i mean not every aspect about it is bad but um like like i was telling you i made a lot of friends uh you know it's honestly kind of helped shape who I am today, to be honest with you. I mean, it's helped me grow up pretty quick. But And it wasn't easy. No, no, not, no, not at all. I mean, you got you got to think, you know, you got your family you're leaving behind and and stuff like that. So definitely not, not easy at all. I, I was so pleased that you showed a pretty shirt, man. <laughs> so, y'all check this shirt out. So, You've got Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam, Korea, and the word heal, and vet church. And I thought, you know, Andrew, and I, I think you might have, we might have talked about this already, I can't remember. But I thought the way to heal a nation isn't drugs, it's not everybody will worship in the same place. It's everybody looking at one another's stories and seeing the sacredness of this, mm-hmm. of humanity. Yeah. And and I love it that you bought the shirt, but I think that that's how we heal. I think that's how we grow strong as a nation. Mm-hmm. Kind of realizing that, you know, you're not alone in some of those things and you got other people out there and, you know, everybody's got stories and everybody's got problems. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do. Is there anything else you'd like to say, honestly? No, I'm we've good. Gone, we've gone 40, so how, much, how many times have we got? 30, 40 minutes? It didn't show. Oh, I didn't show. I said 41 here by the way we started. <laughs> um, Angie, I know you're in the background. Not excited about being on the camera, which is cool. It's cool. Is there anything you'd like to say to Vet Church? I don't know what to say to Vet Church. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know what your whole mission is, really. So. Well, it's just this. It's just letting each people know. I mean, you're you have been a, a spouse in the United States Army. Mm-hmm. You're part of this tribe, 
and and we've had so much divorce. You almost all almost went through it. There's so much pain. Then that you did go through, and it's mm-hmm. just like the rest of us. We've all gone through it, and sometimes people forget that the spouses go through stuff. You know what I would probably say? When we split up, one of the biggest things I always kept thinking about when like when we decided to get back together, his time in the military built such a strong bond between us that created love that I wasn't willing to give up. You know, like so his time in the military actually helped me decide that he's the one I want to spend my life with. I love that. Yeah. So I can thank the military for that. That's cool. <laughs> Not too many other beca- things. Not too many because, other things. Because of the spouse, you go through a lot. You go through a lot. Yeah, you do. Kate, you sitting here and watching this, anything we should talk talk about when you're talking about? Well, I mean, I, I'm always, it's not really about Andrew except for what he felt about it, but I know that Matt tried to do, like, tried to be there for every clip that went out. But mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? Every, oh, about him coming down to pray with us and stuff before the missions? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Yeah, that was, when I first seen you, a uh, friend request on Facebook or seen your picture, or maybe I sent you a friend request, I don't remember. I was like, that's that chaplain that come down there and prayed with us. That's the first thing I remembered about you was you coming down there and pray with us. I thought it was awesome. He told yeah. me about that, yeah. too. Yeah? Yep, he told me about that. It was that. such, it was like, I'll be honest with you, like it felt really weird. Like, I'm sitting here with a bunch of ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. who could die mm-hmm. in a matter of hours. And I'm, and they're letting me sit there and listen to what they're doing. Like, they're going, they're war planning it out. They're sitting there getting all their stuff ready, getting the weapons ready, getting their vehicles ready. And they're going off to war. Mm-hmm. And what am I doing? And I always felt a little bit inadequate. And I, wow. at one time I said, maybe I shouldn't say the Lord's Prayer. And then, like, a guy that I, it was a, adamant non-christian he had i'm not gonna say who it was <laughs> nothing to do with christianity says to me that's bullshit you need to pray because we all know that prayer and whether or not we believe it you believe it so maybe it'll help us yeah yeah and so we did and the people joined me in there and then for those those who are christians i would do communion off to the side afterwards and, um, and that's basically what I'm doing on Sunday now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that when you see the vet church on Sunday, that's all it is. Right. Reverse oil a little bit. Yep. But anyway, I, I appreciate you saying that. Um, yeah, no I, I didn't because I didn't. I didn't actually. I didn't think about that until just now. But mm-hmm. it's interesting that you thought about that, Kate. Well, I mean, when you tell about it, it seems like it was important to be there. So. Well, in this group that you were with, um, <laughs> for Sarno Sario. I mean, what's his name? Uh, your, what is your commander's name? Oh, I see him off my mind. Johnson. Is it Johnson? Hmm? Lieutenant Johnson? Uh, Captain. Captain Johnson. Mm-hmm. Is it Johnson? I can't. Uh, I'm sorry, Peterson. Peterson. <laughs> That's right. Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne Peterson. That sounds like Dwayne Johnson. I knew it was Dwayne, but I couldn't, I couldn't get the last name. Yeah. I love that guy, man. Johnson was the one I got. I had when I was in the guard. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, man. So. Well, I, I, see, I knew Lieutenant Johnson. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, it was, it was like, it was serious. Yeah. I, re, I remember, I remember Peterson going, like, we're not doing that mission. I'm not putting my guys in danger. Blah, 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 blah. 
And then y'all did the mission. Because <laughs> like, um, it, it was it, probably the most, me being out there with you, mm-hmm. that's probably one of the most significant things I've done in my whole life. And I'm, and I'm not talking about how important it is being married. That's been real good. I mean, Kate's sitting here today, just like Andy's sitting here. I mean, it means so much, you know. Um, but you talk about, like, you feeling like you're part of something real. Like, for those moments, we were part of something big. Oh, yeah. Bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole nation. Like, we, they fired more ammo in the Cornwall Valley. Oh, yeah. The year we were there, they fired in all of Iraq. Right. And you brought them that ammo. Right. I mean, yeah. if you really think about it, that's that's the significance of what we were part of. You know? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, hey, I thank you for doing this. I thank you for caring for other people and, and caring for your family mm-hmm. and other veterans. And Thanks for coming down. I appreciate it. Amen. I, I appreciate it, too. Because, <laughs> like, it just, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a remnant of the past, yeah. but it's a very present, precious thing to have a friend in, in this moment in time and we don't even know each other that well and right. I feel like I've known you my whole life right and and I love that I love it that you asked me and that you wanted to share with the rest of that church about kind of like how you're living your life because that's all this is there's no uh, there's no big magical moment <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay nope anything else no that's all I okay. got Angie Okay, that church, um, y'all continue to question, use your brains, think, have fun, love one another. Thank you for joining us for this Vet Church interview. Your feedback is welcome. Find out more at vetchurch.com or retired